When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Sean, that's Petey, and this is the PHNX Coyotes Podcast. Are we uh, sure? I think so. Yeah, so before we continue on with all the five stars and hitting thumbs up, Sean DePause like, might be on more shows than anybody here at the network. Is that fair? I, yeah. ASU, yeah, let's show Sean on. No, it, it, I mean, it's gotta be. Might as well throw I, Sean on. I'm a host on three different shows right now, and then this I'm obviously hosting this today. Yep, host with the uh, most. Leah and Craig are somewhere between here and Australia. Yep, somewhere. Uh, who knows? Who cares, to be honest? Yep. Um, well, she Leah, was in the chat, though. Yeah, I saw that. Leah honestly was being very helpful this morning. Yes, uh, she was. She she is in an airport somewhere, non-disclosed location, um, so she was able to get some work done for us. This which we very true. much appreciate. Uh, obviously, they've been working their asses off down in Australia, over in Australia. Under yeah, I don't think it's over or under. I mean, over, it's under. down. Over, under. Hey. MGM. Hey, bet MGM. Minnesota Vikings. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate them. Um, but it's PD and I today. Yep. So make sure, yeah, like uh, we were saying, like, Thanks subscribe. for the love. Oh. oh. Yeah, I will say Leah does normally shout me out. So She does. We got yeah, Faj. That's bold. Faj behind, behind the, Mac. the Mac. Father Orville or Jacob. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. In the words of Bomani Jones, you leave us a four-star review. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. Um, we had a lot going on this weekend. We had like 83 different hockey games for the Coyotes. Um, so let's, I mean, let's get right to it. Let's start with some of their games and we'll start with the North American games. Obviously, Australia has been a the big focal point over the last uh, week or so, but they were playing games in Australia. Um so let's start with the one in St. Louis. Um, just well, it's just funny because when when you we talk about training camp, usually you're able to pick pick what normally happens, yeah. especially this early. You'll you'll keep a line together. You're like you go, oh, Barrett Hayton and Clayton Keller, and then they'll put a third player yeah, yeah. that's trying to make the team on that line, and you'll put Bugstead and Kraus together. Oh, and you'll put a third. We can't do that. They're all they're all in Australia. All twenty five players expected to make this team, and we'll talk about that because there's a couple of dark horses that might have changed things up. But it's really difficult because you're looking at two rosters at the same time in Wichita, and St. Louis, where you have to fill two complete rosters, and you have not one player from your NHL roster. That is incredibly difficult. <laughs> so what the Coyotes did, and I kind of give it to them, they figured St. Louis was going to stack their roster at home, yeah, because they want to play in front of their home fans. So the Coyotes put the better of the two rosters. In Wichita, yeah. thinking we might be able to win this one. So we'll talk about Wichita next. So in St. Louis, when you look at that roster, that Zach Sanford, Nathan Smith, Ryan Dezingle, that a few names that you yeah. know. But the majority of this list was guys that are, at the very least, are going to be in Tucson. And at the most are PTO guys that are going to be gone in the next few days. So that was a game you looked at. They were well overmatched. And yeah. they competed still. Shots, they, they outshot St. Louis in that one, 28-23. Which, 
of course means they lost again because Which that's how, how things go with the Arizona Coyotes. Are you on your your pack? A bit? What's you can bet on these? Can you? Appreciate oh me? yeah, no no no. But oh, if they're getting oh, yeah. outshot bad, what do you do? So I hammer it. I did it. Yeah, well, Saturday I live bet them. They were getting outshot like eleven to four, whatever it was after the first period. Hammer them. Um, I went onto the app to try and live bet them, but as because I am so good at this, as I was live betting them, the Coyotes scored again. Yes. To take a lead. So I couldn't get them at good odds. So then I just live bet them minus one and a half. Of course, got a little puck line. Jesus ended up winning 5-3 in that first game in Australia. So I made some money. And, and that's kind of what, what this team does. When they're when they're out shooting their opponent, they tend to find the, the wrong end of the score sheet. And that's what happened in St. Louis. They battled back. They were down 3 nothing. They come back and get goals by Zach Sanford and Milos Kellerman. Um, Milos, you know, Milos. Guys, a couple of guys were expecting to be down in Tucson. And they finished that game off 3-2. And that's a respectable a respectable game, especially in St. Louis. That was their first yeah. um, preseason game of the year. So I, I give them a, a huge thumbs up for that. They didn't have their uh, Steve Potvin wasn't coaching that stat that game. That was um, John Slaney coaching that one. Um, so yeah, you, you you'll take that three two. Yeah. And here here's the other thing we want to talk about because there are five preseason games. There are a lot of teams that haven't played one yet. Coyotes have five in three days in four cities <laughs> on two continents. So. One thing we're not going to worry about today on the show, we're going to mention the score and who won or lost, but we don't care. Yeah. No, we, it, if we're important. getting here, keep Oh my God, they won the preseason. HK. No. You know who doesn't care? Coaches don't care. Yeah, no. GM doesn't care. So we're not going to care about wins and losses. We're talking about performances. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go to Wichita. Yeah, and I think this, this is the some, interesting some one. Big, big, big time performances from, from some perf- Wow. From some pretty familiar names. Oh my gosh, Craig and Leah are. If they're here, why the hell aren't they? Working? Wow, they could have done the show from the airport. Buddy, what do you think? We could think I could have gone to breakfast this morning. We could have. Nah, I gotta be back here and Craig, do your jobs. They are. You do have shiny. They are shins. very shiny. I have very moisturized. Shiny. You should get makeup on those. Yeah, before. I probably should. I'm just not used to. You know, honestly, I thought we were gonna be in the other studio, so I didn't think my my legs were gonna be showing. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's my bad. I dropped no, the ball. I should have been here early. Uh, it's not your fault. I wasn't blaming you, but we kind of were. I mean, I, and we I, were. I genuinely was not blaming you in that moment, but if you want to take the blame, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's probably where it should lie. But, uh, yeah. but in this game, you, you talk about a little, and it's funny because we talk about the better roster. And again, it's not Keller. It's not Schmoltz no. and Hayton or and go down the list. It's none of them. We're talking about the guys that had the best rookie tournament. Those are the guys we're going, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Don and Geeky. Yeah, yeah they, they were they were great in the rookie tournament. So so maybe that's the better roster. Yeah, it was a roster that, yeah, like you said, Geeky and Don, um, Maverick Lamaru. Yeah, uh, Maximilian Zuber, like Zuber. So, a lot of the young, unique, like a lot of the guys, a lot of the young guys, like you said, a lot of guys that you saw in the rookie tournament or whatever you want to call it like a lot of I, this is the this is the roster that i think is has is the most ripe for overreaction from arizona yes. coyotes fans because you Fair. got a lot of young names fun prospects and then you especially a guy like josh stone who obviously everyone loves putting up a hat trick i think you know it has to be a certain amount of uh of pumping the brakes a little bit right like, this is not he didn't score a hat trick against an nhl roster necessarily yeah and here's a couple things for josh stone specifically and i i've I said a year ago, I watched him play a year ago right now at ASU and said he's not ready to play pro hockey. Mm -hmm. I did. And the one thing I've learned over the last 365 days is don't bet against a dome. Because I tell you what, in this offseason, this summer, he's put on weight. Yeah. He's improved his skating. Like he's, he leads the rookie tournament in scoring. 
for this team. He got seven points in three games. He goes, what he's doing in his first NHL preseason game, that's a hat trick. That's three goals. From, and, and all of them are him driving the net. And mm-hmm. that's, we've talked about on the show often, how hard it is to get to the blue paint. Josh Doan got there frequent, often, and scored. I don't care. Anybody says, this is a preseason NHL game and he got goals. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yay, Josh Doan. Now... When we talk to him, and you can go back and listen to it, it's on our YouTube channel, the PHNX YouTube channel, where we talked to Josh Dolan last week. He said he just wants to be here with this team when the group comes back from Australia. He wants to be a part of this next four games. Mm-hmm. And and without a doubt, he has earned another look. And that's all yeah. you can do here. It's, it's going to be very, very, very tough, if not impossible, for anybody that did not go to Australia to make this team. It yeah. just is. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, like, uh, on the other side of kind of like the pumping the brakes, lowering expectations, like at the end of the day, even if it is a preseason game, like you would rather see these guys produce and produce a lot than them do nothing. And obviously, again, the hat trick from Josh Doan, two-point performance from Connor Geeky. Um Vladislav Kolyachonik had a point. Curtis Douglas had a point. John Leonard had a point. So, like, you you were seeing guys produce, even if it is a preseason game. Yeah, and I think it's important, especially for these young guys, to get that kind of a taste. And here's some names. We've talked about them often, but I'm going to recap the guys to look for as the week comes ahead that were not in Australia. Mm -hmm. Josh Doan is number one. Yeah, I, I tell you right now, keep your eye on this kid. I still believe... And I'm, I know it's a big surprise. I am not in the room when they pick the roster. <laughs> but I, I still believe he is going to be going down to Tucson. But in Tucson, he's going to be a leader. He's going to play in every situation. He's going to kill penalties. He's going to be on the power play. And he's going to play all the time five on five. Yeah. And I'm not surprised if he wears a letter. And that letter could be a C. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's, I mean, that's how big a deal he is. He is He is a don in the Coyotes organization at the end of the day. Like he was... To yeah. a certain extent, made for this. And they like, could save money by not leadership leaving the C on the jersey. Put yeah. Don on it. Yeah, right. And there, but buddy, we know about saving money at, at Menards. But <laughs> so, but on the back end, there's two guys we haven't mentioned yet in, in today's show. We've talked about them a little bit. Is Maximilian Zuber mm-hmm. and Maverick Lamaru. At Maverick Lamaru at six foot seven. Buddy, the dude can skate. Yeah. Like at six, seven, you should be a little clumsy and like a big bird trying to find your legs early in your career. Yeah, especially that young, yeah. But he's not. He skates extremely well, and those two were paired together in the rookie tournament. They weren't paired together in, in this game in Wichita, but they were paired together in the rookie tournament. And I'm telling you, you just got a little, a little look in into the future. You know, rubbing the glass ball, going, "Gosh, this could be cool." Okay. Like this kid, I, I wasn't sure as a as a first round pick last year in in the year prior draft, but wow, his skating ability, his ability to defend. He's got a great stick. He's Good in front of the net, um, defending wise. And Zuber, I, Zuber's going to play games this year. Yeah. Uh, but mark me right now, Zuber's going to play. He plays with a physical edge. He defends extremely well, but he's got an offensive upside. And I was surprised to see that in the rookie tournament. His ability to jump in off of the blue line and get involved in the offense. So from the back end, I think you look at those two. On the front end, it's Doan Geeky. Unfortunately, there is no room. He's going to go back to junior. Yeah. yeah. I know he thought he was going to make this team, and he, he's still saying the right things. I just don't think there's a spot for yeah. him. So I, I think Geeky goes back. So at the front end, now you got to look at the, the guys like Ryan Dezingle. Does Dezingle surprise somebody? And it might not even be in the Coyotes uh, management office. Can he surprise somebody somewhere to get signed on? But that those are the names I think you should be looking for from this group. Because I think with 25 going, guys going to Australia, your 23-man roster is probably coming from those guys. Yeah, I feel like it's worth pointing out Ivan Prozvatov, too. Didn't face a whole lot of shots. 20 saves on uh, 21 attempts. Um, obviously, you know, definitely not all, I guess if all everything goes to plan, not necessarily a part of the NHL roster 
the picture for the NHL roster um, with Vimelka and and Ingram, but a guy that you have seen get some time up in the NHL. So again, yeah, not- they're going to have to. We've seen it with every team in the league last year. You went to your third and fourth yeah, and exactly. fifth goalies. The Coyotes are going to need to get there. They're going yeah. to need to get into the extra goalies for sure. And you talked about Vialta, Vialta, and Prozvatov played those games that we talked about over the weekend. Uh, neither one really stole the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's up for grabs. I think Vialta is going to push Prozvatov as this camp goes on. I do think you're going to see with four games remaining in this training camp, I think you are going to see Vimelka at least t- two more times, whether one of those is a split game. And I think you'll see Ingram two more times. That doesn't mean that you're going to see them in all four because yeah. I think they will split a game. So if you each start one, split another, that leaves an, another opportunity for Prozvatov or Vialta. So I think from the goaltending perspective, you know who the pairs are. Mm-hmm. But I would anticipate somebody else getting a chance here. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, Prozvatov specifically because I think that was one of the questions coming out of the draft, right? It was kind of how he was going to respond to all of this this glut of, of goalie prospects that they have all of a sudden. And, I mean, it's one preseason game. But yeah, and it's too hard to tell. Like, yeah. I watched him practice a couple times. Of all the positions to play, the hardest to get up to speed. In baseball, it's the pitcher. In football, it takes a quarterback. He's got to learn the new schemes and stuff. In hockey, it's the goal. Yeah. He's got to play in game situations. And I'm not looking at any of these guys right now going, oh, good. Like, I... I they're going to track the puck better as this goes on. So I'm not. We're not going to dissect and grade the goalies yet. Yeah. Way too early. And in the last game <laughs> in North America, which was yesterday afternoon, it was a depleted roster playing back to back. Horrific travel over those two days, and they and got it looked pummeled. like it. <laughs> yeah, they, they looked like pummeled. it. What, they got fi- pummeled in Dallas seven nothing. Yeah, seven nothing. Shots fifty to eleven. Yeah, uh, gave up six power play opportunities. Like. Obviously, again, preseason game, depleted rosters, not a kind of performance that is going to win you any games, but also not one that I think you can read. I, I think, into. and it's funny because you can't find the rosters of this game online or very information, <laughs> very, very little information can be found online, and that's good. Josh Doan didn't play in this game. Geeky did play, but Doan did not. I, I, I wouldn't look at this game at all. If I'm on the coaching staff, and this is the truth, if we got back from Australia today, which the coaching staff is, I they won't even press play on this game. Hmm. They, they, we have five games yeah. over three days. You can't consume all of that content. You're going to start from scratch with the guys you haven't seen. Yeah. I, I'm sure they saw the highlights from the games in Wichita and St. Louis. This game, they'll look at outshot 50 to 11. There's nothing we're going to gain from this game. Let's move on. So yeah. I, I think that that's, you know, now what's interesting to me is now they play Vegas on Friday and then they play Anaheim three times and then they're done. So... How many of the guys that played in Wichita and St. Louis can find a way to get more games? Is Maverick Lamoureux get another game? Does Zuber get a game? Doan, Geeky. Doan's going to get a chance. He has to get a look when you put up the numbers he's put up. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what goes on um, once everybody gets back on the same ice on Thursday. Yeah, uh, but obviously the players that we we expect to see the most of throughout this season, we're, we're down under, down in Australia. Um, two games over the weekend, the first of which was awesome i mean it, again just a preseason game but i i think plenty from that game to get coyotes fans really excited of course the main uh being that that logan cooley goal did you bet on that game i did bet on that game i did, did you use the bet mgm sportsbook app? i did i um i like i said you know Last year, I made a, a decent amount of money live betting um, the Arizona Coyotes whenever they were getting outshot after the first period. Um, and I was like, hey, let's see if, it, if it's going to work again this season. And I'm one for one. Buddy. I live bet them minus one and a half when they were up. I think they were up a goal, but I tried live betting them when they were tied and they were at plus odds. Um, and it cashed. Shout out Puckline Jesus. Shout out the Arizona Coyotes for making me some Wait, who got Who got that goal? The, the last goal? 
Yeah. I honestly don't remember who got the last Empty one. Empty Netter. Caton. Caton did. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you there can was. get you can get the MGM Sportsbook app. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you if you want to make it's money like hockey. me, you got to be betting on hockey. And be don't, be- don't bet like me on football. Yeah, what happened? Vikings. What happened? I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I, I, I may or may not have live bet the Dallas Cowboys at halftime um, Ooh. yesterday because... But that's a good bet. I thought so, too. I mean, this we isn't seen, the Cardinal show. We it's had a good seen bet. this story last week where they were up big at half and then they kind of fell apart. The Cowboys on paper are a better team. I'm not upset about losing that money because that's a great bet about betting on the BetMGM uh, Sportsbook yeah. app. You can do a little bit of emotional Head hedging. Um, so... Again, if you're going to emotionally hedge on sports or if you're just going to bet with your heart, like I tend to do on the Buffalo Bills, um, sign up for BetMGM. You can use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shano talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario, I love the providence of Ontario. Do they have illegal peats? But they don't have illegal peats. You sure? Uh, No, at least as far as I'm, as I know. But they do have it here in Phoenix, um, in Tempe. And we were there on on Saturday for the um, the ASU USC game. Had a great time. Um, Met a few fans at a post game show. Had some margs. It was awesome. Illegal peats is awesome. Great food. Great. Great selection of beer. They got four peaks on tap, and the margaritas are amazing. Strawberry margarita, which I hadn't had there before. I used to. I was big on the prickly pear margarita. Strawberry margarita, also fire. Illegal Pete's, great spot for uh, ASU game day. So make sure you check them out. It's it's honestly just a go-to spot for all summer. You can stop by uh, for happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at every single Illegal Pete's location. It's your to-go spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Uh, Roaring Four coming at us in the chat a little <laughs> bit. Coming at hard we here. were burying the lead a little bit. Uh, to be fair, I had mentioned his name earlier. We just said we were going to save the Australia shit. Roaring Four, I'm telling that, you, we are going to go a little later. plenty coolie. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it is. I mean, what's... We got to talk. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. I mean, might as well get to it because Australia. Um, Let's get to game one. Yeah, that 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 is that's why you got to talk about Logan Cooley um, because of of what he did in game one. That incredible goal. But in general, game one, just a very positive, positive experience for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, I think a lot of things to look at here. First, you got Josh Brown dropping the gloves. Yeah. So that's going to be part of the role he has to fill for this team. And, and, and I think seeing it in game one. Kind of gets the juices going in the Australian crowd. So that was great. But you saw the, the chemistry again with Hayton and, and Keller. I think that line looked good. I think the Bukestead line together looked really good. Um, I do think there's going to be some experimenting between the second and fourth line right now. I don't think they've found it. <clears throat> Logan Cooley, <laughs> that goal that we will man. be seeing f- for weeks <laughs> to months to years. Oh, oh man. Absolutely elite. Um. And, and I want to, a couple things I want to point out. We're going to get to a breakdown. We actually are going to do Rowing Fork, a PD's Puck Talk on the Cooley goal and show everything that happened. Because a lot of things happened on that that, that we got to get into. But for this kid to do that in his very first NHL competition, uh, that that's such high-end skill. Something yeah. this t- team hasn't seen in a while. 
Clayton Keller, I know what he's done on the uh, points wise. Clayton Keller's a complete player. This guy might be the flash and dash. Like, oh my goodness, did you see what he did last night? Yeah, that kind of player. Yeah, I mean he is, and I, I'm not. Clayton Keller's the best player on this team, but but Logan Cooley, I think, like you said, he has that he has that that kind of skill to make to like to give you a reason to turn on Arizona Coyote games, even if you're not a Coyotes fan. Um, and, and like I was saying to you before the show, like even if that goal had come against a bunch of preschoolers, just like the, the, for him to, him to have the skill to be able to pull that off is incredibly impressive. And then it, it uh, just wasn't against against a bunch of preschoolers. It was against a bunch of NHL players, um, which made it that much more impressive. I saw teams tweeting out a goal, and this is true. You can go back and watch, calling out the Columbus Blue Jackets here. They put out a tweet, what an amazing goal from practice. It was white versus blue, Columbus Blue Jackets. Practice. Like, buddy, like if, if Logan Cooley did this in practice, you're going, eh, 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 eh to practice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, right? 100%. This is in a game. Against guys wearing different jerseys that are actively trying their hardest to keep them from doing that. So, I, I think what we'll do, I think we'll break it down, and then we'll 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 we'll, we'll dissect what happens to happen with Cooley later. You good with that? Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's do it. It's time for another PD's puck talk, the Logan Cooley Australian goal edition. <laughs> so a lot of things are going on in this in this play more than just Logan Cooley's amazing skill, and it all starts way back in the play when the puck's dumped in. LA has possession of the puck, and they're dumping it into the Coyotes zone. One thing I want you to notice here, and if you're if you're listening on on audio, I'll try to do my best. But the Coyotes stack the blue line, which means they don't have a defenseman back to get the puck. And we talk about the LA Kings and and Jersey being so used to the one three one in that system. The defenseman's way back at the hash mark so we can get the puck easy and we're back out what bear wants to do andre turney he wants to stop the play before it gets in the zone so they're going to stack the blue line and you can see four coyotes stacking the blue line and no one's going back to get the puck and that's where this play starts as the play is dumped in i want you to notice where where um stetcher is in the middle of the ice above the blue line he's still in the neutral zone he's going to be a key a key factor as this play goes on as he goes back to get the puck he's got to win the race so this hats off to stetcher he's you know he's going to get hit he's got to make that play he makes the pass up to bukestad along the wall bukestad comes hard to his position presents his stick and he's ready for the pass so those two things need to happen Stetcher's got to go back. Bukestad's got to be ready. If those things don't happen, this goal doesn't happen. So those are the first two things that happen. And then you're going to notice Cooley. Cooley gets on his horse. He's below the dot. He has got to get on his horse. But the key guy in this next play is his line mate, Zucker. Zucker's got to pull the defenseman out. So Zucker, we call it vacating the zone, which means he leaves his defensive zone towards the blue line to pull the LA Kings defenseman out, which gives Cooley a lot of room. Budestead makes a great pass as he brings the LA King defender towards him. He waits, he waits, he waits, shows patience. Puck to Cooley. Cooley's got all kinds of room now because what a great job Zucker did to pull everybody out. So we go to the next slide. We get to the blue line. If Cooley goes head down and tries to make it up the blue line, he's going to get pinched off by um, Kempe. Adrian Kempe at the blue line. This play's dead and going back the other way. Cooley, this is where the skill starts to come in. He slows down and he changes speed. By his change of speed, Kempe goes by 
And now he can make the play to J.J. Mosier, who is the defenseman. We call it the weak side D join. Means the guy, the defenseman. We want to get four guys in the rush as a Coyotes coaching staff. They do, not we, because they fired me. <laughs> but J.J. Mosier wants to come up the side. He's got to join the play. So J.J. Mosier is the next piece of this. It's not all Cooley. Now J.J. Mosier does the right thing by joining the rush. An easy pass over to Cooley. So Cooley can again get some space. Now here's where Cooley gets the puck back at the red line, uses the speed, beats Kempe down the ice. And as you can see, as they enter the blue line, he's got full control of the puck. He's got a drop pass if he wants it. He can hit J.J. Moser through the middle. Puck's on his stick, full speed, going as fast as he can. And this is where the amazing move comes in. His ability, and if, if people have skated before, you know how they grab onto the boards and you try to shuffle your feet along? Mm -hmm. Or the dude did a 360 spinorama at full speed with the puck with two players after him. Do you know how hard of a skill this is? Mm. This isn't a 360 dunk. This isn't running for a 60-yard Hail Mary pass. Dude, this is on ice. <laughs> this is Not just on ice. It's on a tiny little piece of metal on ice. Yeah, this, this, this move shows how elite his skill is. Wasn't the ice talked about not also being in not pristine shape great. either? And yeah, I mean, they did have to build an entire hockey rink on top of a tennis, tennis court. court. Yeah. So he is going now, he is going towards the blue line, which pulls the LA King defenseman towards him. Towards the, so they both go that direction. And in an instant, he puts on the brakes and he changes his direction the other way. So he's going right. <laughs> now he's going left. And, and now... Again, we want to get the, we want to give stick taps to people that deserve it. JJ Mosier gets stick taps for driving the net. We talk about movement creates holes and creates openings in ice hockey. JJ Mosier diving the net, as you can see on this picture, he brings the LA King defenseman with him. If JJ Mosier stops at the blue line, like a lot of defensemen do, if he stops at the blue line, their defenseman stands in that area and he just knocks Cooley on his ass and the play is dead. But because J.J. Mosier drives, pulls the defenseman with him, now Cooley's got room. Mm -hmm. So Cooley's got room, and here he goes as he has patience. Not, he doesn't shoot right away. I, I'm telling you, if I turn around and see the goal area, I'm shooting. He holds onto the puck an extra second, and then he gets... Oh, I wanted to show the spinorama one more time. That's my fault. Uh, out, of, uh, out of context quotes, I put the spinorama. But he is falling... He is parallel <laughs> to the ice. This is parallel to the ice as he scores with two sticks on him. This is absolutely elite hockey. And this is something Coyote fans can be excited about for the future, even though this is a preseason game. Be excited about what Logan Cooley can become for this team. And that is another PD's puck talk. And you can see his reaction at the bench with a smile and look at GM Bill Armstrong. Locked in. Locked in. <laughs> Locked he in. said, that's what I expect. Uh, yeah, we got no good. big deal. <laughs> we got good shots of uh, of GMVA laughing afterwards too. And, and so I guess what the point of that was, because we all saw the, the tweets and we all saw the Instagrams and what a great move, what a great move. But but one of the things about hockey, it's a team sport. Mm -hmm. Without the great play by Stetcher, Bukestad, without Zucker, who doesn't even touch the puck. Zucker doesn't drive that middle lane. He doesn't open up that space for Cooley. And again, J.J. Moger getting to the net too. So it took all four other players on the ice. It's very important what you do without the puck. So if you didn't get to see that because you were listening on audio, please um, jump over to the YouTube channel at some point. We'll clip it and send it out. But good things to look for for Cooley. They win that game 5-3 in an empty netter. They come back the next night. They battled. They battled, and they tried to get back in this game. Unfortunately, they came up on the losing end as in their second game in Australia. They lose 
in Australia. But again, more good things you want to see. You got Clayton Keller on the score sheet again on both games. Um, I think you're seeing the chemistry really there. People were calling out Hayton online over the weekend, and, and I, I don't like the hate there. Barrett Hayton does what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to get to the net and open up lanes for Schmaltz and Keller. That's his job. Uh, I thought he did it. Uh, he's done an exceptional job toward the end of last year, and I think he did a great job already in this season. I'm, I like that line together, and again, I like the Bukestead line together. So they get out of Australia. Total goal if they won the series by one, yeah. and that's what I'm going with. Love to see it. It was great, PD, uh, great PD's puck talk. Very much appreciated as always. Anything else um, from Australia that you think is worth noting? I mean, I, I some of the the notes that we got from from Craig, and I know Craig was was writing about it is. Um, Dylan Gunther, what, what to make of him, obviously not producing a whole lot of offense through the two games yet. Um, what, what do you make of Dylan Gunther? This is hard because Dylan Gunther, he's a guy and, and this is, you've got to watch out with the Kyle Tourist model. We got, you got Kyle Tourist. Right out of college, plays the entire season with the Coyotes team. The next year, the, under a new coach, Dave Tippett wants to send him down. I think he should go down. Well, that caused a lot of problems. Ultimately, demands a trade, and he's out. Well, what's best for Dylan Gunther right now? I'm not sure. Mm. Because you look at this roster, and and here's... I, I like Dylan Gunther. I think his future in the NHL is it's great. And he's going to be on this team for a very long time. He's going to be a very important piece when this team is ready to win. Right now may not be that time. And when I saw him with Logan Cooley, I saw Zucker on the left and, and Gunther on the right. I'm not sure that Gunther's pace could keep up with Cooley. And and I I I don't know if that's the right game for someone on the on the right hand side of Cooley. And I looked at the games over the weekend and I I I've said it before camp started. I like Kerfoot on that wing. I like Kerfoot's ability his, his speed. I like Kerfoot's ability to defend and I think Kerfoot's going to be able to get to the net. I think when you look at Gunther's games he's more of a perimeter player that's going to get points on the power play and from shooting the puck. Dylan Gunther for me right now after 5 games and 3 days, he's the biggest question mark on this roster. Yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to see um, over these next handful of preseason games. I mean, we, we talked about a guy like Josh Doan earlier. Um, just some of these guys see who who gets that game time and who ultimately ends up on the NHL roster kind of near the, the bottom of it there. Um, but, yep, yeah, yeah no, he no, I read know. my mind. Um, I know, I see, but you have it open. I could just type it. See, that's what I'm, we're, we're still working on our synergy. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, it's, it's pretty We're for great us too. on bats. We're fire on we bats. We are fire on bats, but we're new, we're new we're line mates. We don't have a lot of, a lot of ice time together. Um, but I was going to say, I am. I am sure. I'm sure there's plenty of reasons that Craig and Leah are, are happy to be back stateside. Um, one of which, well, they couldn't get this there. They said, yeah, that. it's Circle K. I started Circle K this morning. Got some gas. Um, I'm going after. Yeah, I needed to. I wasn't. Was, wasn't a I drove my my tank was on E yesterday, and I drove home. Um, so I desperately needed gas this morning. Uh, but thankfully, the Circle K is everywhere. I literally have to. I could leave my apartment complex, drive. Less than five minutes in either direction. I'm hitting a Circle K. Um, so that was nice. I also am a member of the Circle K Inner Circle Club, which means I free. got 25 cents. So yeah, free, free to join. So download the app, sign up. When you do, you get 25 cents off Crazy uh, per gallon for your first five fill-ups. And Crazy. so I got 25 cents off per gallon. And as you know, gas is expensive as hell right now. So it's the perfect time. Perfect. To be signing up for the Inner Circle Club and getting those 25 cents off per gallon. So join the Inner Circle Club for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for 
details. Um, they also, I'm very interested to hear how their flights went um, because yes. I know they had discussed potentially maybe taking some OGs before they got on the flight and, you know, being able to sleep through the flight, stuff like that. So I'm very interested to see how their experience was. Um, they obviously couldn't bring them to Australia, but now that they're back, they can they can indulge in the OGs yet again because the OGs... They got to get back to the time zone now, right? That's like true. jet lag yeah. and stuff? Well, yeah. Fuck it. Gets, yeah. Take some OGs, Buddy. knock OGs. out for a little bit, kind of do a little bit of a reset. It's, it's yes. great. OGs got something for everybody. They've got, you know, sleepy time gummies, which I'm sure our, our Leah and, and Craig could probably use right now. A little happy balance THC-CBD one-to-one ratio. You know, if that strip beat their body up a little bit, get some of those, those, those calming effects of the CBD. Um, but then, you know, they got... Mixed bags of the different flavors, creams, fruits, all of it. Uh, so check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself or and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. You must be 21 plus to enjoy responsibly. All right, PD, what do we have uh, We have coming up? Obviously, we've got, what, four more preseason games for the Coyotes? Um, yeah, but- and, and here's what's, what's interesting to me now. Now that they're back and you've had this group of 25 guys together for nine days now, now what? Now mm-hmm. do you split them up? Because here's what happens. They landed today, I probably right during the show live. So you guys, I'm sure they all tuned in as soon as wheels hit the ground. But they get uh, they won't practice together until Thursday. Okay, And, and rightly so, they get some time off. So the guys that, that went to um, Wichita and St. Louis have the day off today, but they're right back on the ice tomorrow. So I, it's, I'm curious to see if they split up into two complete groups or if they keep the NHL group and an AHL group. I, I don't know. It's going to be yeah. Craig will be there on Thursday to keep an eye on that. But I think that's going to be interesting because when we talk about spots for this team, and and who's got a, the ability to make this team? I think when we look at the defensive pairs, what they ran over the weekend, and we'll go over them again. It's, it was Mosier and Dumba, which Valamaki with Dursey. And then on the third pair, they had Stetcher with Brown. I think that's your top six. And then I think seven and eight, um, Dermot, who had a really good game. Um, they were really happy with Dermot. He's healthy again. Um, Dermot they got from the Vancouver Canucks. And then you're looking at Soderstrom. Those two are fighting for the seventh spot. And so I think that is your deep. I don't think you're looking at Maximilian Zuber or Maverick Lamroux breaking into that top mm-hmm. eight. On the back end, we've already talked about a lot of the forwards, but we haven't talked about the fourth line where you have McBain with Carcone, Kerfoot, and O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, and um, who did I forget? Who did I forget? Uh, you said Boyd O'Brien. Boyd. 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 Yeah, Boyd. So you, you've got, there's five guys. Yeah. And so that's two extra forwards. There's That's the battle. And the only name I can see coming in from the other grouping is Josh Stone. Mm. And, and I could see him, uh, he's the only name I can throw into that, make it a 26-man um, fighting for 23 jobs. And that's yeah. what I see for that. But as the, the next game, the next test is going to be Friday. And for Andre Turnier and Bill Armstrong, they're going to Las Vegas on Friday. They're going to um, uh, Palm Springs on Saturday to play Anaheim. So it's a Friday, Saturday. How do they manage that? Because these guys are still tired from Australia. Do you have it more young guy heavy on the first game and the Palm Springs go more heavy um, with the veteran guys? I I think it's going to be interesting to see how they fill out these roster on those two games, Friday, Saturday. And then the following week, we um, we go two more times against Anaheim and we'll end up in Tucson. Yeah. And we'll be there. Yeah, very much looking forward Next to Sunday. that. Next Sunday. Yeah. Sunday at 3 oh, o'clock. Oh, wow. Is it really? Sunday at 3 o'clock. A week from Sunday. So two weeks from yesterday. 
I just want mini donuts. But buddy, you and I are hitting the donuts. So the, the games ahead, I think, are really going to start to see that chemistry between. It's Cooley and Gunther. Do they start to connect mm-hmm. as this week goes on? And, and but do they leave Gunther in that spot? So I'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I think the roster positions, that 25 is all but locked in. And I think Doan will get an opportunity to, to play with those guys. But when final cuts are made, I really believe Josh Doan is going to find himself down in Tucson. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, this is obviously what makes preseason in any sport, but it's particularly hockey, so fascinating, right? Is It's not like you're not watching preseason hockey to see what Clayton Keller is going to do necessarily. Right. Right. It, it's it's or even like any of the veterans, right? It's a point that Craig had made is that a lot of the veterans like, this is not their first rodeo. They yeah. know kind of how to pace themselves. They also know that they're not really fighting for a roster spot. But it is those guys kind of that are on the edge of of, of Tucson and, and up here or, or stuff like that that are really that really make uh, preseason hockey. Yeah, and you said Craig said that. You said he said Dumba and, and Zucker didn't really show much. And you, when I go back to the times when I was in that locker room, it was there was the Shane Doan effect. Mm-hmm. Man, Shane Doan didn't get that big motor running for for several games. Yeah. It took him a while, and he's like, "What do you want me to do here? Yeah. I, I've already made the team, I think. So <laughs> yeah, right. let's wait." And and by that last preseason game, yeah, that's when those guys are buzzing. And it's the same thing with Ray Whitney and all those mm-hmm. guys that have been there. It's like, buddy, this, we're not playing against the NHL guys yet. Just relax. We, yeah. we know how to to get our bodies ready for for game one. So it's important those young guys to show well now, so that they continue to play as this preseason goes along. And that's why. Cooley and Doan and Lamaru and those guys need to play well now. I don't want to put too much of an onus on this preseason other than we say a couple of things. We want to see effort and you want to see individual performances mm-hmm. because the team play and and speaking of Cooley, we were giving him a lot of flowers, but dude threw a pizza through the middle of the ice and a huge oh, yeah, turnover yeah, that massive, turns into a goal. Backhand a backhand pass, sauce? Yeah. Across the, yeah, that's like... I was going to make this point earlier when we were doing the PD's Puck Talk. One of my favorite things about the PD's Puck Talk is there's like when I watch these games, like there are several moments like that where I'm like, that's a backhand pass across the, the middle yeah. of the ice. That's a no, no. Or no-no. there was one point where I saw, I'm trying to remember who the D man was, but he, he was at the blue line and he, he pinched down and I saw, <sighs> I think it was Michelli go back and kind of fill his spot around the blue line. I was like, ah, I know yeah, I was looking for that because of Petey's puck talk, man. We're going to uh, learn the game here. We're going to spend yeah. a lot more time with Petey's puck talk, but you're right. I, it's funny because he will go to the head coach after and go, well, what do you think? A great move. Well, he had to do it because he, he, turn he off across goal. Goal. Yeah, yeah. and that's a coach yeah so i mean i'm curious to see what what craig and leah bring back for us on, on the comments from the coaching staff and i know craig said that they accomplished a lot there um with the team bonding and mm. and, and all of those things but I, I can't wait to get those guys back in the studio to hear how this whole event played out but this preseason for the first five games in three days everybody in this organization from the general manager right on down to the equipment guys were concerned about these three game three days yeah Friday Saturday Sunday and That's the amount of games work, and the yeah. amount of cities they were stressed I'm telling yeah, you I, I saw people yeah. go well I don't think Bill was that stressed but the guys the the travel guys and the guys that have to get the equipment places they had a lot of moving yeah. parts so they just wanted to get everybody said got to get to Monday we got to get to Monday we well, they made it to Monday yeah so now I, I think this will be a time for everybody to take a deep breath and now it's going to be more like a regular training camp over the next two weeks where it's a more traditional everybody on the ice together so I think this is really when the Coyotes fans can start to go okay can Josh Doan be on the same ice as a Logan Cooley? You know, what does Maverick Lamaru look like doing drills against Clayton Keller? Because they haven't had that chance yet. Yeah. So I think this next two weeks is really going to take to progress this thing going forward. And I think by the time we get down to Tucson, we're going to have a really good idea of how this team's going to look. Yeah, very much looking forward to Tucson. 
Um, very much looking forward to just getting to hockey games in general, repping the team, stuff like that. Um, it's a new season, which means you need to get new merch. Absolutely do. And if you're getting merch, you already know where to go. It's our friends over at FOCO. Um, listen, they are genuinely one of the best um, sports merchandise outlets out there. Um, whether it's you know clothes, little knickknacks like bobblehead stuff like that, like a, a, anything you want uh, as a sports fan, Foco's got it. Bobbleheads are awesome; they're collectible, limited edition. So each bobblehead you get will have a a little number on it, and they'll say it's like it's one of forty three that have been made, um, which I think is awesome. I'm a big collector guy. Um, Foco always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. So you can get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX. For all non-pre-sale items, use code PHNX for 10% off. Um, that's one of the great things about PHNX. Always giving you these promo codes, giving you ways to save a little bit of money. And on top of, you know, the great content that at least I like to think that we provide people. I'd like to um, think that. Yeah, you know, stuff like the PD's Puck Talk. Obviously, we. I mean, who else was sending two people down to Australia to get all that content? Exactly. It was awesome. Um we got a great we got a great thing going over here at PHNX, and it is a great time for you to join in on it. So head over to gophnx.com, sign up to become a diehard. Um, sign up for our our newsletters, um, stuff like that. You can also come to our various events that we have. Right now, you can reserve your tickets for our free PHNX Cardinals away game watch parties. Every single away game, you can join us at the BetMGM Sportsbook in great our sports at State bar. Farm Stadium. Great it's state. unbelievable. Fantastic um, sports bar. And it's, you know, it's road games, so getting out there isn't going to be as bad as it would for a home game. Yep. The traffic won't be that Parking bad, so it's going to be a great spot. You're going to be surrounded by other uh, Cardinals yes. fans. It's going to be a great, great atmosphere. Uh, so you can bet on the game while you're there. You yeah. can get food. Johnny Bo and and BG will be out there, so it, it'll be awesome. Yes. Um. So join us. Join. Sign up to become a diehard. When you do, you get a free T-shirt or hat from our store every year. I every year. Sure. Yep. You get discounts to our events. Access to uh to members only events. Um. There'll be a lot of deals with our different the Discord. Yeah, access to the Discord. Of course, we were going in. Leah needs um, to get back here so she can keep up with the Discord. I yeah. Could, I, I mean, on on the ASU show Hurry on home, Saturday. Yeah. We were we were including our diehards in the show. We had one of our diehards send us a video. He lives on the East Coast. He's shotgunning a beer at like two in like the morning. Two in the morning, yeah. Send us a video of it. If you want to be featured in the show, you can only do like that as a diehard. So sign up. Um, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff going on over here. Um, before we get out of here, they had some cool stuff going on in Australia. They, they, did. they did. You mentioned some of the team bonding and stuff like that. They went to. I know they they interviewed Logan Cooley after the first period, I believe, of that first game in Australia, and they asked him what his favorite part about being in Australia was. He talked about going to the AFL game, so there was an experience that they never had before. They also did a segment during one of the intermissions of where they were naming different Australian animals, and they uh, they said they had talked about how they went to the zoo and stuff like that, so they did a lot of cool stuff. They also, they kind of stunned on us. They, they were showing, they showed out in Australia with some of their, their fashion. Buddy. Um, we have a, a, PD pulled a couple of his his favorites. We, we do talk about drip here a lot. We do talk about drip. It is, it's, it's, it's important. It is. It's, it's 50% hockey. of the game. And this, this is a picture of Sean Dursey coming out of the hotel. Look at that hat. And, and I know for the audio listeners, he is matching suit and hat. That hat mm. game, Liam O'Brien did not bring his hat to Australia. <laughs> I, I, th- Australia seems like a great hat place. Too, it does. Right? It's like a vibe. Yeah. Dursey has taken this whole thing to a whole new level. I keep saying it's a little Hollywood flair. Yeah. Brought it to the desert. Guys got to start stepping up their game because if we go to the next one, <laughs> not exactly the same. Oh, Bugie. <laughs> Bugie, Bugie in the in the AFL Australian DFL. football <sighs> Australian Rules Football League. Um Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you look like that, you can rock a tank. Yeah, I mean, if you're a pro athlete, do what you want. 
we talk a lot about grown men showing their arms. Not a huge fan. Um, but hey, Kels looks nice. I like the the neutral tone jacket. He's, he's got always dressed down good. He, but he does. does. He's he casual. So anyway, that's that's a little look yeah. at some of the other things we cover here at PHNX. We 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 find it important to keep up oh, with yeah. the fashion as no, they, they enter they the are, arena. They are people off the ice. Too. They are. Can, here, can, I'm gonna complain because I, I I like to do that. With Jacob, floor is yours. Yeah. Well, because one of the things we'd like to do is read comments. Mm. Could can you see from my view if, there, if there's a problem with that? <laughs> there's there may or may not be a, a, a tripod. tripod just no, I can't see placed in front. Yeah, of this is the last time I help you guys out. But is Craig I have something? I've been on blast Does Craig all day. have something I didn't important? Say anything. Does Craig have something important to say? Um, he said that the Buffalo News, um, Buffalo News is Sabres reporter. I'm not gonna. I can't even read the name. Um, Lance. I can't see Lance. the rest of the sticks there. Liz. Yeah. Um, he's gonna he be on the show. show. To, uh, a week from Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, to preview um, a, little, a, little, a little hockey team known as the Buffalo Sabres. Look at that. Gonna be pretty I, good that's this the other year thing we're going to do here. In the two weeks upcoming to the season, we're going to preview every division. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to start that tomorrow mm-hmm. with the Atlantic Division. Yeah. Just you, you, you and Craig, I'll be back behind the map, so we won't have to worry about. Talking shit to Jacob anymore. Yep. Um, so we're going to do a lot of that. We got a lot of things coming this week. We're going to preview that. Wednesday, uh, Craig and Leah have a special guest mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Um, Thursday, I know Craig's going back to the ice den yeah. and watching practice and off. filling in with me and Leah. And then we'll all be back in studio for the very first time since Australia. The four of us will be together this Friday. Yeah. Craig, Craig had said that uh, in the comments that there's special gifts for you and I. But we have, to, uh, we have to wait until Friday for them. Okay. I, I'm, I am impatient. I would have rather See, Craig not just like not said head. anything. Oh, um, yeah. Like, I would yeah. have had no idea, but hey, it is it is what it is. Um, I can't wait. And so we got between now and the drop of the puck, which we're, we're a few weeks away from opening yeah. night. I, I tell you what, if you need Coyote news, and I think this might be the year that you want it, yeah. because I think this this team is de- definitely taking a step forward. People. Progression is there. We got players like Cooley and Zucker and Dursey and Kerfoot, and you've still got uh, Keller chasing Kachuk. There's so many storylines for this team, and please tune in here to find it. And if you've got hockey fans that don't know we're here, just tell them we're here. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking about it. Yeah. 82 game post game shows, buddy, right here. Yeah. Tell them to follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. Um, follow Leah on Twitter at Leah Merrill. You can follow Craig on Twitter at Craig Morgan. Craig S. Morgan. I'm, S. Morgan. I'm He's not, not used the country to, star. Yeah. He looks like the country music star and he can sing. Yeah. But it's Craig S. Morgan. Craig S. Morgan. Yes. Um, you can follow PD on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey. You can follow me on Twitter for all my nonsense at Sean underscore to pause. Um, you can follow Jacob on Twitter at Jacob underscore Franklin four. I think Leah is saying something talking shit about me about not yeah, I said you're not addressing PD. her comments. I can just see. Yeah, I, I genuinely PD. can't see half of the comments. Um, but Petey was wrong on on Petey was wrong. Well, that's that's per usual. Yeah, per usual. <laughs> yeah, her um, her comments were that Tucson was the seventh. Oh, Tucson oh, was seventh. the seventh Saturday. Yeah. Okay, that's the weekend. That was close. Yeah, in the same. Saturday. We're doing the Metro Division. Metro tomorrow? Division tomorrow. See, Leah, get home. Like uncle, <laughs> like Please. stop working. This yeah. is, I'm not supposed to be doing all this. Yeah, it leaves uh, me in charge. So the Metro Division tomorrow. Please pass along. Something. If your if your comments are less than or three words or less, yeah, three we can words read it. I can read them. <laughs> if they're more than three words, I cannot see them. Uh, but anyways, we appreciate you all for tuning in. Two's uh, on the seventh. Let's two's meet. on the seventh. We'll yeah. have a meet up there. Don't worry, we're going to tell everybody where to meet up. Yeah. Uh, when when Leah gets back, we'll talk about ticket offers. We, we got t- discount tickets yeah. available. Check in the Discord. D- uh, hit up Leah in the Discord for diehard ticket um, offers for down in Tucson. Yep. So um, while you're here, we got a bunch of you in the chat. Make sure you smash that like button. We always appreciate the support. If you're listening on audio, leave us a five star uh, review. Maybe leave us a little bit of a comment. Tell me 
Um, what you think about koala bears? Um, oh, Leah said that one of my gifts, I believe, says comes from an Australian diehard. Wow, so you can read things more than three um, words? Well, I can read the first three words, and then I said, Sean, one if of the gifts. If they brought Vegemite, I might then quit. I see Alien diehard. So you, I kind did of did contact the, clues. Did you listen to or watch them eat Vegemite? Money. No, Not I love it. Vegemite. You are out of your No, you got to use it correctly. Well, what's that mean? You got to do it on, on like white toast, butter, like and, you do, and you do the very lightest amount. It's not supposed, you're not supposed to do it like it's butter or cream cheese. You got to do it properly. I'm not, I, I, Leah, I'm telling you this right now. If you brought Vegemite, I am resigning on the show. <laughs> I'll like, take a spot. Right I there, love, I'm walking out. I love Vegemite. Um, but I love you guys more. We really do appreciate your support. Appreciate you for being here. We'll be back um, in our normal oh, or Metro normal tomorrow, not Atlantic. Palm Springs is Sunday, not Saturday. Tucson is Saturday, <laughs> not Sunday. Listen, that's all PD. PD's out here giving you all the wrong information. Yeah, Thanks, uh, Leah. Yeah, we need Leah and Craig back desperately. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. And until then, um, enjoy <laughs> the rest of your Get Monday, home. I guess. And, and go D-backs. <laughs> <laughs>